0: Now you may be aware of an opinion piece that was published by the Irish Times on Thursday in which it was claimed that Irish women's use of fake tan was cultural appropriation. The author's name was given as Adriana Acosta-Cortez and a picture of this author was used in the byline. Quite soon after the article was published, questions started to circulate online as to whether it had been written by a real person. The Irish Times took the article down last night and they have today provided this show with a statement which goes as follows. On Friday, the Irish Times became aware that an article published online under the headline Irish women's obsession with fake tan is problematic may not have been genuine. The story has been removed from irishtimes.com and a review has been initiated. Joining me now is Patricia Scanlon, who is Ireland's first artificial intelligence ambassador. And Patricia, we have that statement from the Irish Times and we want to draw a distinction between them uh, continuing their analysis and looking into the authenticity of that author and article with then just the futuristic discussion that we're seeing playing out around artificial intelligence, particularly chat chat, GPT and the likes. But maybe before we get there, you're the first person to be appointed to this role by the Department of Enterprise, Trade and Employment last year. Can you tell us a little bit about what the job description looked like? Hey, Anya. Um,
1: Yeah, no problem at all. Um, So, AI ambassador is part of the uh, national AI strategy that was published in 21. And part of that was to appoint an AI ambassador to help demystify ai start a national con- uh, conversation around this uh, engage young people engage businesses policymakers it's our, you know have this national conversation and back in 21 it was a very different ai world as, as you can imagine compared to where we are today
0: and in terms of artificial intelligence it's a term bandied around a lot but give us like your 22nd definition of <laughs> what we mean by ai
1: yeah, 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 no, and, and it is definitely something of contention. There's a lot of disagreement about the definition of AI, but broadly, you could say that um, artificial intelligence is where a machine performs a task that would normally require human intelligence. And so that's actually a very loose term. Yeah.
0: And we're seeing to that end, like a lot of headlines in recent weeks. You know, we, we see headlines about how there's now 2.6 million AI generated, you know, fake faces. We're seeing that Sony Awards recently, where a German artist um, put in uh, a picture that ended up winning and he had to declare actually it was generated by AI. We've seen the Pope in his jet puffed winter white ankle length hooded jacket. We've seen the Michael Schumacher interview that turned out it was generated. Uh, artificial intelligence that had actually generated his responses. We see a Drake song generated again by AI and on and on and on it goes. When you look at the Irish Times statement uh, this morning, any general reaction given the questions, just speculation that has played out online and that posing of the question of is this authentic? Is this person actually real who authored that article?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is kind of what we've all been expecting since ChatGPT, you know, came into the public forum and we all, even myself, have been in this area for decades, got to play with it and really see the power of it, particularly the most recent model, the GPT-4. That This is very likely, and then, you know, Obviously, people were questioning it, started to be able to doubt it. But you could imagine in time, it's going to get harder and harder to doubt because, you know, that line is going to get blurred the better the, the AI is. And then that's just going to cast, well, you know, what are we looking at anymore on social media and the news? And about a year or two ago, we saw, you know, there was bots, right? Everybody talked about the bots with Twitter. There was farms of people creating fake accounts to try and skew elections. There was... But now this is more of an automated, um, you know, better quality versions of, and, and more at scale. So and now it's just a case of casting into doubt. Well, can I believe what I'm looking at? And maybe I shouldn't.
0: And given that, like we know there's going to be upsides to artificial intelligence when it comes to climate change, sustainability, content moderation, uh, health diagnostics. But there are those downsides in the hands of the wrong people. You know, for a, a politicians sitting here in studio today, would you be concerned about what risks, what threats it might pose to democracy in action when it comes to elections, etc.?
1: Yeah, look, this is going to be a big one, right? Because like you said, there are massive benefits to AI and they've been in the works for decades, you know, and, and they're being used widely and we're getting, you know, like in medicine, education, climate change, huge benefits. And then you see the bad actors, right? And the bad actors leveraging, um, you know, AI to, to skew things, skew public opinion. And it's the case of, you know, everybody just needs to take this seriously and invest in the guardrails, invest in the regulation, invest in the counter technologies that we can be used to, to do this. And particularly, you've got to look at the US elections next year. You can be sure that people in the, the Biden administration and other politicians on both sides going to be looking at this and how it will affect outcomes.
0: And given, given those potential outcomes, Patricia Scanlon, do you think we are prepared? Do you think there's enough conversation happening with government departments here for you as the AI ambassador? Do you think we are prepared here in Europe compared to where maybe the United States is at with preparation for its elections? Well,
1: interestingly Europe is in, the EU is in a better place than any other jurisdiction because For the past two years, we've been in negotiation about the EU AI Act, so people might have heard about that. That's very hard to get going and very hard, you know, it takes years to get these things up and running and into negotiations. We're lucky that we're there. The US are looking at the EU AI Act and they're kind of moving a little quicker now to catch up and they do need to catch up. Um, This has been, you know, there's the EU AI Liability Act that's going to go alongside this. The only issue right now is that uh, people are reviewing the EU AI Act to make sure it includes the recent progress. And that's ongoing at the moment. So, what I've seen, yes, there's a lot of people taking this very seriously. There's a lot of urgency around it going, are we sure that the technology that we thought was going to be here in the next five years and the technology that's now arrived and we're all very aware of in the last few months. Can we put the guardrails around it and can we accelerate that? And that's, there are ongoing conversations everywhere. It's become extremely busy, as you can imagine, in the
0: space. Yeah, and only um, going to get busier and more sophisticated. Patricia yeah. Scannon, Ireland's Artificial Intelligence Ambassador, thank you so much for joining us and for that. Minister Pippa Hackett, what's your reaction to all of that? Um, look, in,
2: in one sense, I mean, it's quite it's quite shocking. I think if anyone has had an opportunity to, to use like the likes of ChatGPT. GPT, it's. I mean, it's. It's mind-blowingly, you know, frightening how. Good it is, you know. But I mean, this is the evolution. This is the evolution of technology. I mean, I look back to my days when I was a college student. It was all pens and papers and, and typewriters. And you're lucky there was no internet in my day. I'm giving my age away, but I mean, you, you went to the library and you found a book and you ordered a book for your research. I mean, now everything is literally instantly at your fingertips. I mean, and and I do remember there was there was there was um, um, I suppose programs at the time to see if people had even plagiarized work from from academia. Yeah, literally word by word I mean that those days are gone now because everything is there it can be mixed up you wouldn't detect a lot of it um, and, and, and you know while as you said there are many benefits of AI and everything I mean, it's something we do I think have to be concerned about and we need to be particularly vigilant about it is good to hear that the EU are sort of leading out on that
0: And what about your own colleague Catherine Martin's department like this falls within her well, remit like, yeah. have you talked to her about this even this well, morning given that it's so much in well, the Well, I, I,
2: I haven't had a conversation with Catherine morning about it but certainly I, I will bring it up um, because it, I mean it's so it's it's so it's so tangible now I mean in our everyday lives and we, we don't want to create a society where people are distrustful of everything they read and you know we are potentially going in that direction and I, I don't want to see that I don't see that for my children that well a you don't want them believe in everything they see on the internet because that's sort of the mentality but b you want to be trusting that, that what they're reading and what they, and they g- see given where the that, data where it's come from is, is factual. And given and that need for fright.
0: trustworthiness and we've seen the Irish Data Protection Commissioner Helen Dixon in recent days even just talk about that this is an area that needs regulation and now is the time for this conversation. Do you think... We are having enough of this conversation, given how plot complex it is and how more sophisticated it is going to be, where this could become so advanced it is mimicking humans. Um,
2: no, no, absolutely. And I think we, we absolutely have to have those conversations. Um, and certainly not only from sort of even a fake news perspective or manipulation of democracy, but also from um, also from sort of cyber security. I mean, it, it actually threatens... The very being of us mm. as humans. I mean, it's that it potentially can do that. You know, Patter to being to bring you
0: in.
3: Yeah, this is it's incredibly serious, and you know, we've had uh, twenty seven thousand you know academics, scientists, and experts around the world you know sign a letter which looks for a pause on the development of AI until regulation can catch up with it. And I think that's what we need at the moment. A
0: moratorium.
3: A, a, a moratorium in, okay. in relation to development because that development is happening nearly at an exponential pace. Um, and you know, we see what social Media has done in the last 15 years to uh, politics and that has has polarized significantly Mm -hmm. politics. Even the Arab Spring was generated in in, in many ways by the development of Facebook and and, and Twitter, etc. But this is nearly the nuclear energy of information. So, you know, in that terms of evolution that Pippa spoke about there, you know, we're actually getting to a limit now in terms of what we can manage. Uh, And, you know, not just that it can be used by nefarious people for their own particular reasons, but the information it can produce can actually be toxic, can be biased, can be. Uh, damaging in in its own right, and I do not like if the Irish Times can get befuddled by a simple uh, article such as this. You know, how do we expect people who are not as, let's say. Uh, technically experts in media to start to differentiate but why, in relation to what's real and what's not and, real.
0: And and to be fair to the Irish Times we still don't know mm. if there has been any duping here uh, mm. if this is legitimate and we'll wait to see the outcome of their report into that. Just very quickly on uh, all of this Michael McNamara to go to you would you have concerns like when you look at the potential here of AI to sway election results we've seen already deep fakes when it comes to the likes of Nancy Pelosi Joe Biden even Vladimir Zelensky. would you have Legitimate concerns here, and that's to uh, Michael. If but, you can hear us, yeah, yeah, I can hear Michael. you clearly.
4: Yeah. I don't know whether my concerns be legitimate or not, but I suppose intelligence <laughs> is um, is is one thing, and judgment is another. And I mean, judgment has as brings with it ethics and moral decisions and everything. And um, and I suppose that is the, the 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 concern. I mean, you would hope that human beings in in decisions and when they're um, Performing a role that that it's more than than you know that we're sort of complex creatures and that our our experience our 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 morals our ethics come into some of the decisions at least that we that. That, that we make um, okay. but uh, as regards the, the, this particular article I mean it was uh, I, I read I actually read it before they took it down it was it was um, a terrible dirge I thought I mean the well, idea that well, the Irish the idea Times
0: that isn't here to defend hmm. itself no, no, so we leave, mean, we leave we no, leave it there I mean, and it was a very popular it, article at the time but I do have to go, the, go to that <laughs>
4: fake tan was cultural appropriation it's a it's, a, it's a, I suppose it's it was a, a crazy a, article it's it's, well, it's, it's 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 yeah
0: we'll we'll hear from the Irish Times more as it reviews the article and the authenticity of of this author this will be a topic no doubt we will return to a lot more but for now join us back after this break thanks Saturday with Colm Amongan on RT Radio 1